0: What's up, everybody? This is Sancho West, and welcome to my 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast, where I talk about video games, movies, sports, music, and sometimes wrestling, whatever's on the top of my head. And boy, we do have a doozy of a show. Again, we're going to try to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday going forward, and this is your Wednesday 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast. All right! 10 minutes on the clock. Let's see. So today, if you don't know, in this video game world... They had a live event for the very popular Battle Royale, Call of Duty Warzone. Now, Call of Duty Warzone is by far one of the most popular games in the world. I mean, close to Fortnite, right? Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, go back to back. By far, the Battle Royale genre, which I've already covered before, is you may be a listener that just hates Battle Royale. I understand. You may be someone that just dislikes everything and anything that Battle Royale represents. I get it. I'm a big fan of Battle Royale simply because it is an evolution. I mean, I've like I said, I already did a podcast, but just to catch up to speed. It's an evolution of what Team Deathmatch is. To be able to populate a server with 100 to 150 type players, all competing for a common goal. It's it's if with a lot of developers wanted to do at the beginning of time. You know, all those Team Deathmatches that there were basically 6 to 10 players. Now it's expanded all the way to 100 to 150. The whole thing that happened today was in the battle royale genre, especially in Fortnite, they've created this thing called live events that essentially is a sign of a new season, a new map. Something is being new introduced and usually it starts at the either closes the season and sometimes starts the season. So these live events are a huge deal. And Fortnite basically put themselves on the map with these live events. We're talking about huge events where like a rocket's coming in or sometimes what they call the black hole where Fortnite literally shut down its servers for two whole days to switch from the chapter one map to a chapter two map. And that was a huge event. Of course, uh, I remember I made a Twitter joke about it and all of a sudden it kind of blew up on uh, Twitter. I got a retweet from Ninja. So it was kind of crazy to see the hype around the event. So... Essentially, Call of Duty has, ha- hasn't has really had that many events. They usually have like a new mode or something they introduced like Halloween. They usually have like breadcrumb events where they kind of drop these little hints here and there. And you have to go to a bunker to unlock a common safe, things of that sort. Nothing like the scale of Fortnite. Nothing where it immerses the player into an experience. And so today on Four twenty one twenty one. I was hoping that Activision would be able to pull off the impossible in a sense or pull off something that a lot of Call of Duty fans, and I myself, a video game fan, have been desperately wanting to see, which is an in-game immersive experience. And so I go ahead and queued up with my friends, uh, Punisher from Complexity and Bonsai Bros on Twitch, and uh, they had a lot of server issues. Don't get me wrong, I understand. A lot of people trying to queue in and have a good time trying to play. I get it. We the, the Twitch was just going crazy. All the platforms of streaming were going crazy. YouTube as well. You had some of the top streamers having some of the biggest record viewing parties to watch their favorite streamer or content creator experience this in-game event from Warzone. And we're talking about this is the biggest marketing opportunity for a game to get itself in front of its fan base and curious fan base to rope them back in. This is the only way... A battle royale could get people back into the game or attract new users. It's with these in-game events. Usually the turn of a season you get a couple of people stragglers come back to play. I myself have a lot of opportunities where I come back into play Warzone after new season just to check it out. But there's nothing like the tease or the hope of a new map to get you back into a battle royale. That is the gold nugget of it all. The promise of a new map, something to grind, something amazing to feel, to explore, to because it's all essentially, it's all it's it's literally a blank slate, and everybody is new to it, and everybody's playing a little bit more scared. It feels like a whole new experience, a whole new game. And the point I wanted to make about making this today podcast is, looking back on it, I really feel that Activision dropped the ball. i I'm very I'm very positive and optimistic person. I feel that they kind of duped a lot of people now. This is I only experienced part 1 and part 2 of the live event. Part 1 basically was a mode where everybody was turning into zombies and eventually a nuclear weapon comes in and destroys the map. And for me the but a server issues aside, the mode itself it felt very it wasn't very dynamic and when it cuts to the cutscene I felt I felt I felt like I was I felt like I was robbed of an experience that I was promised in a sense And I'm not an entitled gamer I'm simply coming at this as of someone that has experienced a lot of battle royales in-game events That if you're gonna call it a in-game event or a live event, you're gonna call it a live event You have to have an immersive experience I wanted to feel to see the scale this destruction at it And granted, I know it is a nuclear bomb in a sense, but the, the what it was trying to do was trying to make the users feel like this is entire maps getting depleted. Which, of course, if you're a big fan of Warzone, you're hyped for the new map. But this right here was the tip of the spear to get so many people back into Call of Duty Warzone and to make the biggest splash. It's like once you jump into the pool, you do your cannonball. That's it. You're already wet. You, the know, no one's gonna stick around to watch the the death defying trick. This is it. It's like robbery, uh, like Evil Knievel, You know, jumping over to the buses. You only get one shot at it. All the other attempts, like it's like the slam dunk competition in the NBA. You see that dunk? The guy misses. Like, Yay! You know, points go down after every attempt. And so this is what I thought. Like Call of Duty, the way they do these things of like. Oh, go ahead and play this mode, explore, you find the lore, you find this book, you hear this transmission, you look at the transmission, you decode. Like, I think that in itself is not the splash that you need. Like, This is going to be an event that's drawn out in four pieces. And like I mentioned, there's people who are just casually trying to check out and they look into it like, okay, wait, I have to wait for two to three and four. And they're ever two. Okay, one's two hours apart and then the other is at midnight. Eastern time, and then later it comes back at three p. It, it, you see what I mean? It just gets very convoluted, and and that's where I think like the Fortnite Live event got it right. If this was a Fortnite Live event, what basically would have happened is you would have had the event, the explosion happen, the map is depleted, and then another cave- caveat to it is that the users weren't allowed to get back into the map for like two hours. So why not have the whole day? Where people get to explore a depleted Verdansk, right? Which is the name of the map of the Call of Duty. Get the users' to ability to explore it, to experience it, to see where they've been, where they played for years, where it's all just crumbled. And have that event, because that's how Fortnite would have done it. They did it before an event where they totally submerged the entire water. And just to think that there's someone that coded and worked on it, and it literally was up for a day, Where the entire map was underwater and you had all these special things and it was just cool to be able to play that experience and then when the servers get shut off you get introduced into a new map with a maybe a cinematic or a a playthrough experience there's so many options and i think the bar has been set so high for fortnite and uh, i mean it's for all battle royales by fortnite and so I, I felt I was kind of I was kind of like bummed out, the little bummer sauce when it comes to Warzone, and, and I just hope, and I may put my foot in the mouth, that maybe they'll they'll come, maybe the map will be clutching. At the end of the day, that's all that's important. But like I mentioned, this is the biggest marketing opportunity for a battle royale to rope in new people, and when you have an uh, an opportunity to do that, and you have to jump in the pool over and over again, when you have to do that crazy slam dunk over and over again, you lose your impact but comment down below reach out to me on the social medias at twitter at sancho west or at Sancho west on instagram if you have any comments about this vibe or comments wherever you are where you watch it and i'll be sure to check it out thank you so much for tuning in to your 10 minute checkpoint podcast we'll be back on friday with a review of mortal kombat 2021 all right y'all have a good one peace